Lena from the Declutter Me podcast. Um, today, I'm very happy. I've got uh, a guest uh, guest from Scotland, which is my favourite country I still haven't been to. <laughs> I love the accent, though, so I'm going to be like just grinning the whole time you're talking. But I, I want to welcome Kate, um, who is a Glasgow-based productivity coach and professional organiser. Um, she's been helping people to organise and get them to have uh, a better work-life balance and focus what's unimportant to them, right? And how long have you been doing this? Uh, just You've over three years now. Three years, yeah. blimey. Time flies, <laughs> doesn't it? I saw you when you like you just started. Um, so we're going to today talk about time management because that's what you specialise in. So um, yeah, it's, it's something much more structured, much more organised, and it's more, I find, um, in-depth, you know, when you're with the client it isn't it and it takes longer sessions so and it's not something I do very often I do a few with some clients but you're you're a specialist in it so I thought it'd be great to hear about what you do um so first you know what were you doing before you became an organizer I always ask you know I guess this because I'm always fascinated um well my background has always been in PA and administrative support roles Right. Um, laterally, I was the uh, I was actually the HR advisor for a global medical company, um, oh, okay. and I was doing that uh, for about seven years. Um, and then I was a stay at home mum, uh, so I was doing that for a few years. Um, and then after my period as a stay at home mum, that's when I moved into organising. Right. Okay. And what made you become an organiser? Was it because of the PA work you were doing? Yeah. So basically what I wanted to do was use the skills and experience that I'd gained through my work, uh, you know, through my working life. Um, and I wanted to combine them in such a way that I could make a positive impact in other people's lives. Um, and I love all things decluttered right. and organised okay. um, and Basically, I wanted to work flexibly around the children. Um, and then when I discovered yep. the Association of Professional Declutterers and Organisers um, and I realised that it existed <laughs> as an industry, then I basically designed yeah. my business um, around that. Um, so that was that was how I got into it, really. <laughs> wow. OK, so you specifically designed your 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 business on doing this kind of yes. admin time management yes. um, from the start. That's brilliant because, I mean, when I started, I thought I was going to do offices because I used to be compliance officer and legal, and I ended up doing houses. Yeah. I do wardrobes and <laughs> kitchens mostly. So it's it's weird. Like I'm always fascinated like how people start their businesses and the fact that you're doing exactly what you planned. That, yeah. Very <laughs> well, originally <laughs> at the very start, there was an element of PA work um, available right. as well but actually as the business has grown it's just organically um, shifted more to time management and productivity rather than any kind of um, PA tasks as such. Right yeah. and when you say time management productivity for our listeners who might not know what does that mean what what's involved? Um, with that um so really what I help people with is we look at how they're currently managing their time um right. most of the clients that I work with are usually self-employed females who are perhaps juggling business uh, responsibilities quite right. often alongside family commitments as well 
Uh, and what we look at is how they manage their time. Um, obviously, we've, we've all got so many hours in a day. Um, and we look at how can they most effectively manage their time so that they are balancing all the different commitments that they have right. um, and and maintaining yeah. some kind of work-life balance as well. Okay. And how do you find those... Yeah, I'm sure there's different aspects to consider Um, but a lot of the they have the the same sort of issues are quite similar um so for example as i see um you know they're perhaps juggling childcare commitments as well as work commitments Mm. um they're you know perhaps managing a household as well um in terms of the, the specific challenges that people have, there, there are obviously always going to be those individual ones, um, but this, the, there's yep. quite often common themes. Um, so, right. for example, people may be feeling a bit overwhelmed with the amount of tasks that they want to try and get through in a day or a week. Um, yeah. and And managing their time effectively so that they're not spending... Um, all their time at home working, you know, they, and they right. can sort of start to establish some boundaries between work and home, etc. Right, yeah. And how do you get them to stop, you know, doing the the work, like, you know, working all the time, especially when they're at home, <laughs> uh, and tell them to, like, get them to go out or do the other things, you know, how do you get them to that point? Um, well, again, it really depends on the, the individual client. But what I would usually start by doing is looking at the, their existing setup in terms of their diary and, and right. how their time is, is spent. Um, we will look at you know, what is and isn't working for them. You know, so what are, the, mm. what are the pain points or the struggles that they have in terms of the, their calendar? Um, We'll establish what are the absolute non-negotiables that they absolutely want to keep in terms of their commitments and activities. And to bring in an element of decluttering, we will also look at is there anything that can actually be removed or delegated or outsourced? Um, So although we're dealing with tasks and time as opposed to physical uh, objects, the, yeah. There is an element of the the decluttering and organising approach to it as well. So we you know we declutter, then we organise. Wow, that's good. That's <laughs> that's fascinating that you have to do that. That you have to yeah. declutter some of the things that are in their diary before you know you can organise it and stuff. Yeah, and uh, you know we we're talking about diary. Is it all on you know online using? calendar um you know on on the computer or do you do some people want to still use the paper diaries how's it work nowadays um it really depends to be honest um i don't think there's no kind of one size fits all um i mean i like google calendar i like uh, i also like office 365 um but i have also previously used a, a paper diary and for some people the Digit, the electronic diaries just don't compute for them. They either just don't like them or they're not comfortable with them or they don't trust them. Um, yep. So for whatever reason, um, a lot of people will just naturally, um, mo- most people will naturally veer f- towards one or the other. Most people have a preference. Um, yeah, yeah. So what I do is, as I say, I don't. there's no one size fits all. So I don't say, 
well, you have to use Google Calendar because that's my approach. Um, What I do is I say, well, what works for you? You know, what do you like about that approach? Um, And then we try to tailor it to to what suits them as an individual. Um, So although... A lot of the, you know, the demonstrations, et cetera, that I might do would be on Google Calendar simply because that's, it's just easy to show people on a, an electronic calendar. Um, if the client's preference yeah. is that they want a paper-based system, then I will help them to identify what's the, the best way of going about that. And I'll work with the, the client's preference Right. Yeah. But what happened? I mean, I have a friend, she is very, and you know, I helped her to do her time management as well, but she's only using Filofax. So, and I find that, you know, there's wasting that extra time because you have to write the same things. Like she has a meeting every Monday, a networking meeting. Yeah. And she has to put that in the diary every <laughs> Monday. And I'm like, you know, if you did it in Google Calendar, it just does it automatically in a yeah. second, you know. <laughs> So how do you balance that? Yeah. You know, well, I think I mean, there's, I mean, you, you'll know the phrase that you know, for every minute spent organising, an hour is earned. Um, yeah, yeah, and I love that phrase because I think if you invest the time to plot out your activities in your calendar, whether it's on Google or in a file of facts, um, yeah. any investment of time in terms of getting those things plotted out and organised. Um, will definitely reap benefits because it might save you time later on. It yeah. means you can, e- yeah. you, you can easily see how your time is going to be allocated. And actually, mm-hmm. for people whose preference is paper-based, um, I think research has shown that it's, I think it's about 55% more likely to, you're more likely to retain the information if you've written it. And, the, some, uh-huh. and for some people, the actual repetition of writing it again and again helps their retention and their, their clarity around right. around that activity that's true actually yeah because sometimes I write things on um on the google calendar and because I don't remember you know you do it so quickly and you don't remember and if it sometimes doesn't yeah. come up <laughs> then you completely forgot it until somebody reminds yeah. me uh, which is usually Chirag yeah. when we, you know, he reminds me we're doing a podcast recording and it hasn't shown up. <laughs> <laughs> and one and one thing that um, I think with the paper based system, um, one thing that's that's quite nice about it is, um, I mean, I know there's a lot around at the moment about journaling and the benefits of journaling. So that that's yeah. not for everyone. Not everyone particularly wants to journal, but for yeah. those people that maybe don't want to journal, again, the actual act of writing things in their diary is is a form of journaling and it's just getting yeah. it out of your head and getting it onto paper yeah no that's true actually so that, that's really true um and you know do you use a particular system when you're doing this like getting things done or is it you know you said that you have um it just depends on the person but yeah. do you use any of these kind of systems um well I really love the the getting things done system um I don't use a set approach as such so right. uh, any approach that I have with a client is very client-led um as I say it's no there's no one size fits all um yeah. Yeah. I do often highlight like the getting things done system because there's a few tips in that well there's lots of tips in that book but there's a few that I really that I really love and that I will generally highlight um yeah you know in my my training or in my one-to-one sessions with clients um right so for example the two-minute rule um is you know if if something's going to take you two minutes or less just do it 
yeah you know yeah. I, I, I love it I love that one <laughs> um I love the weekly review the you know yeah. the fact that he suggests that you set aside an appointment with yourself every week to review your calendar your activities what's coming yeah. up um so there are definitely elements of that approach that I really like um but I've also um yeah. you know taken elements of other approaches and I I really just sort of cherry pick if you like what what yeah. is going to be most appropriate to the client that I'm working with at the time um as right. well as just approaches and techniques that I've found that have personally worked for me um right. yeah. and I just again I just tailor it to what I think would be most appropriate for the client and what they're going to benefit most from right okay um and as we're talking about this have you got any tips and tricks for people if you know if they want to start doing it themselves yeah, definitely. Um, so the first thing that I would say is I really recommend um, taking a, like a diary-led approach. Um, right. So what I generally suggest is that people try to get away from to-do lists um, because I think oh. to-do lists can feel very overwhelming, never oh, really? really overwhelming, oh. never-ending. Yeah. Um, and it can be quite exhausting if you're having to constantly scan that list and try and work out what your priorities are. Yeah. Um, and there's there, there's difficulties when, with to-do lists. You know, there's there's various um, issues, if you like, with to-do lists. Right. Um, so what I encourage clients to do is use their diary um, as what I would call a productivity plan um, and, and think of that as the, the right. visual template of how they want to spend their time and where their set activities and commitments fall into that. Um, uh, so what okay. I generally say is um, centralise your tasks into your diary rather than having them on a to-do list or sort of fragmented across lots of different resources and notebooks and post-its and platforms. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then what to do is attach what the, the items that we, you would typically have on a to-do list attach your to-dos to whens so actually ah. so actually schedule when you're going to do your to-dos yes um, and actually again with research that has shown that there's a a 75% better chance of a task being done if it's scheduled so so again, to shift away from a to-do list approach oh, and into, wow. a very, okay. into a very diary-led approach yeah. um, is it's a really sort of proactive way of, of managing your time rather yeah. than reactive. Um, and again, that's something yeah, yeah. that clients often say to me when I start working with them is that they feel they're just constantly firefighting, reacting to whatever comes their way. whereas I try to encourage a a much more proactive intentional approach to how they how they determine their time is going to be spent wow that's actually fascinating because I am uh I mean I use calendar religiously but I also do a to-do list um and you know I've done it the getting things done kind of way that there's groups of things Uh, but actually, yeah when you talk about it I'm like actually yeah that could work you know doing everything and putting it into a time (laughs) time of when yeah. you're gonna do it so which is practically what I'm doing for a lot of things but you know yeah actually and it's yeah, apps definitely. so it declutters the apps as well and actually, so one thing that I really really encourage yeah. people to do is to take a wee bit of 
time to, if you're using Google Calendar, for example, take a bit of time to really explore the different functions. So, for example, mm. if you've put, um, say you've blocked out an hour in your calendar to do your social media, what you yeah. can then do is within that calendar entry, you can then do like a wee mini to-do list. So right. almost like a checklist of, well, what does an hour of social media look like? So you yes, can yeah. you, know, you can put some notes, you can use the notes section. Um, as you said, you can use the recurring appointments. You can, yeah. you can attach documents, you can add links, you can do all that within a wee, uh, within a calendar entry. So I yeah. just really encourage people to explore those things and, and think about how that could really work for them personally. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's, that's a true point. I mean, because I use the Apple one, but I think I have Google Calendar on my phone because it looks good. Because if you put the map, uh, you put the location of where you're going, it comes up with a picture of the, the location. So it's good when you, you put a restaurant. Yeah. You used to put restaurants. <laughs> that, you know, yeah, we're going to that restaurant tonight. So, um, but yeah, no, I have to check out all the functions on google calendar that's 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 a good point actually yeah. i never thought of that um and, yeah. and once you and once you so, put things point. in there um the search function on google calendar is really good as well um yeah. so you know if you say for example you had like a wee mini checklist within a calendar entry and but you can't quite remember where that is as long as you've got as long as you can remember a sort of like a keyword then yeah you, you can find, you can find it. it so and it just keeps again yeah. it just keeps it all centralized it means you're not having to think about all the different places that that information might be because you're just centralizing it as much as practical yeah no yeah and I mean that's why I'm more a lover of the digital one even though I like writing that you know the, the, the fact of writing it but yeah the digital one makes it so much easier because you can just copy and paste and recur and uh, yeah it, it, it's it's brilliant um excellent thank you this has been fascinating like you know and, and even I've gotten tips now to sort out my my life as well um and if people want to talk so do you do you're doing virtual um uh, sessions right now aren't you yes so I do one-to-one -one sessions with clients but I've also got a series of webinars that I've just started right, um, okay so the next one um, is next week uh, so I'm doing webinars at the moment specifically around diary management um, and then I'm subsequently going to be adding some other webinars into the program as well so lots okay. of virtual okay. work awesome. um, whether it's one-to-one -one or groups and just um I don't know what I would do without Zoom, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's great. So, how can people contact you if they want to know more about you know to to sort out their their, their diaries and their time management? Uh, the best thing to do is to either contact me through the website, which is betterorganised.uk, right, or they can get me on LinkedIn if they just search for my name, Kate Galbally. Um, they can find me easily on LinkedIn and then just connect with me on there. All right. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much again, Kate. It's been amazing. You're welcome. Uh, yes. Right. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, see you I'll, soon. I'll speak to you Bye. soon. Bye.